This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Josh, uh, huge news at the moment uh, of a guy who... Um, people are already calling for Australian of the Year. Mm-hmm. I cannot see a good reason why that shouldn't be the case. Um, but Ned Brockman yes. uh, ran 3,800 kilometres from Perth to Bondi Beach over 47 days, raising $1.5 million for a homeless ch- uh, a charity that helps out homeless people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, inspiring sells it short. Yeah. It's so the, the finish line Bondi yesterday, very, very exciting. Had all sorts of injuries, had pushed through it all, got to the end and did a shoey on top mm-hmm. of everything else. <laughs> there we go. The Brilliant guy work. is unstoppable. He is absolutely a hero in every sense of the word. I, I've been watching this journey on social media like a lot of Australians have. Yeah. And it's just been, it's been amazing how this has absolutely uh, gathered so much steam. Like, yeah. Uh, he's con- contributed. You think, oh, a big company Companies have tipped in for the 1.5 million, and some have. Yeah, but it's like 20,000 individuals have donated. It's like, absolutely amazing. Crazy. That's how inspiring this guy has been. Um, could not imagine that the injuries. I've seen some of the injuries he's oh, had. Some like, of the injuries are I don't even know because people might be having breakfast soon. Yep. Some of the injuries. Look them up after you've had breakfast. 47 days yeah. to go from Perth to Bondi on foot across like, the country. Amazing. It's absolutely bizarre. Almost. Can I just spitball? Yeah. How long would it take you? To walk, because I don't think we could run. Maybe jog, a light yeah. jog. I think it's taken me until this time next year to do that, to oh, be perfectly I think, honest. I think more than that. You reckon oh, more than that? Probably a year. I think 365 days is a very long time. Yeah. I feel like I could walk that I far. I think you could. I think you could, but yeah, yeah a year. No, a year at the very least. 47 days. He's, in, he's incredible. Australian of the Year. I, I agree. Here's a little confession from Here me. Here we go. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Name, the, name any other Ned. Yeah. You... Ned Brockman, yep. Ned Flanders. Bad example. There's not a lot of yeah. famous Neds. Kelly. Ned yep. Beatty, yep. who was famously yep. Lotso, the bear from Toy Story 3. Can I just quickly say to you, yeah. are you feeling a bit of comparison? Oh, I can't. You know, yeah. I can't feel yeah. comparison yep. because mm-hmm. it's not even... There's like a Ned, Close. a Ned that's like people yeah. calling for him to be Australian of the Year yeah. and you're just Ned. So the last famous Australian Ned was mm. Kelly. Yeah. And he's been dead for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy will be the next one, yeah, and then that'll be it. And you look, depending. I mean, obviously Ned Kelly iconic, yeah. but different ends of the spectrum. Very one was so. a bush ranger who killed people. The other was one who is now being called to be Australian of the Year. Yeah, potential hero. Yeah, people are loving him. But I'm We're- saying we've hit our Ned quarter again. Okay, and you know what? You know what pisses me off more mm, than anything? Mm-hmm. We have the exact same name. We're both Neds. Yeah, but somehow. Adding an extra D to it. Oh, it's made him so much better. Makes it so yep. much cooler. He's Ned with two Ds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hamish Blake, who is a obviously a hero of mine, posted this massive long thing of saying, not only is he a legend on Instagram, but we don't, and we don't love him because he's Superman, Superman. We love him because he's a normal human being who sets extraordinary examples. Yeah, amazing. I will not lie to you and say that I read that on Instagram last night and was like... Oh, me. He's pretending you were to- he was talking to you. Yeah. yeah Ned is good, That's isn't nice. he? It, it does double- suck every single time I read it. It was two days. I'm like, I keep misspelling my yeah. name. It's yeah. like, yeah, no. All it turns out is yeah. you needed one extra D and mm. you could have been a hero. <laughs> I need a lot more than that. I need therapy is what I need. You need and, and I would say, honestly, if yeah. you want to start chasing after this, Ned, a run on a treadmill <laughs> at any know. point, any time soon. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. This is too much pressure. <laughs> Josh, on Friday, I was at our friend's house um, and I had quite dirty hands. Um, dirtier than usual. Dirtier than just like, ew, I just touched food or like I just need to clean my hands quickly or whatever. Dirty as in like 
doing our I jobs. I could see dirt yeah, on yeah. my hands. Mm-hmm. Like, hard day's work. I had some like grease and stuff on my hands. So I was like, let me wash my hands quickly. Um, this person doesn't live in a huge apartment. So I just went straight to the kitchen sink and washed my hands in that. Yep. Looked at him. And while I didn't get any confirmation of any sort, could see he was like, all right, gross. Okay. Why are you washing your hands in my kitchen sink? Okay, so... And the other reason I know that is because I've been told off of this exact thing yeah. before. My friend's mum used to get so mad when we would wash her, our hands in the kitchen sink because she's like, it's for food. My dad, Craig, he is relentless about the kitchen sink being Very only stringent. for food. Very Only for food, not yeah. at all for hand washing. In fact, if you wash yeah. your hands in the kitchen sink, he will, or he was known to dish out a lecture. Wow. I think you can wash your hands. I think even those people would agree you can wash your hands if it's in food preparation. So if you're just like, oh, I've got some stuff in my hands, just let me just wash them off and then dry them. But I've like to actually my, a soaped up hand in the, in that sink, not on. I've watched my father, mm. while making dinner, mm. move to the laundry to wash his hands. Wow. Yeah, that's how much he, be- much. he believes in this, that the <laughs> kitchen sink is for food only yeah. and there is to be no cleanliness provided by the water in that sink. Yeah, I used to, this friend of mine who uh, his his mum would be like go and wash your hands and we would go up to the bathroom wash your hands in the bathroom and yeah. then we would come back out but you she even would be like alright well I've got like a bunch of tomato crap on my hands mm. so like let me just wash them in the sink real quick and then no, not allowed but not a soap like oh let me scrub down the hand and let me make sure it's clean the amount- I don't subscribe to this obviously I think that you a sink is a sink like I think yeah. a sink is a sink but the amount that my dad used to be like grossed out by this he was actually grossed out by us a lot and we're, yeah. we're, we're his children. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's your biological, where you're spawn. How can yeah. you get this grossed out by us cleaning our hands yeah. in your sink, you madman? Yeah, there is a lot of things that I think if I had a child that I could be very much grossed, grossed out, out by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. of the things I did as a kid that I'd be like, ew, my what dad, the hell are you doing? My dad never got close. Yeah. And I, not that I can recall anyway. And to there you. Were dozens. <laughs> That's why he was like, get out of here. Yeah, Go no. and wash your hands in the um, neighbor's house. He never got close to a coherent thought with these lectures. Like, I never understood it what never his problem had any, was. Like, it, was just, it was just essentially icky yeah. and don't do it. Yeah. That, that was basically <laughs> it. That's all I ever remember. Yeah. 131060. Do you feel incredibly strongly about this? Do you think that yeah. the kitchen sink should not be for hand washing? Do you know somebody in your life who who thinks this way and they've ever explained it to you? Because I'm looking for any kind of an explanation as to why you can't wash your hands in the kitchen sink according to, quite frankly, a lot of people. I think you'll only get people on that side of the fence who are very passionate because I yes. feel like the other people who are just washing their hands Sink's in any a sink. sink. A sink is a sink, so it's like you don't care really where it happens. I don't think you feel passionate about it either way, but... Yeah, if you it's have a, safe, a reasoning a behind... Space. This is a safe space. Yeah. I just, we need, just want some understanding. I need to know. Yeah. I need to know what your particular problem is with people washing their hands in the kitchen sink. Exactly. If you have a problem with it, yep. 131060 is the number to call. You can also head to our Instagram right now, hit 1047 Canberra. We are asking the question, is a sink a sink or is a kitchen sink only for food? Exactly right. Is it what? only for food preparation? Mm, exactly. Which side do you fall on? 131060 is the number to call right now. Is a sink a sink or do you ever feel very, very strongly that a kitchen sink is for food yeah. only? And if so, explain your reasoning.
All right, we've got a lot of questions coming out of this show lately, and one of them is based on the fact that Ned was shamed maybe too far of a bridge to go across, but maybe you were definitely made to feel weird about washing your hands in a friend's kitchen sink. I was, yeah, I was. Ran out of yeah, breath you in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kitchen yeah. sink. You really used every single inch yep. of your lungs then. Uh, I, I tell you what, I got a look that was akin to, before I was really good friends with one of my friends when I was a kid, a look his mum used to give me where she was like, do not wash your hands in my what kitchen sink. What are you doing, Go sir? to the bathroom, wash them. There's towels in there. Go and do that. We want to know on 131060, what camp did you fall in? Yep. We put it on Instagram. It's very, very strongly heavily leaning towards a sink is a sink. Sink's do whatever a you sink. want. What are you doing? But if anyone is out there who wants to defend... It's for food only in the kitchen. That's yep. why it's there. My dad, we should have called Craig. He's yeah. literally obsessed with it. Only food in the kitchen sink. we got Jamie on the line from Queenie. And Jamie, how are you? Good, thanks, boys. How are you? Yeah, good, Very well, you, Jamie. Jamie. You are, of course, good, because you're, uh, you're living in the home of the original and the best Oktoberfest, Queenbian, mm. so that'll be very, very big down there at Queenbian Showgrounds. But, Jamie, separate note, what do you think about sinks? Can you wash your hands uh, in the kitchen sink? Of course you can. You, um, you wash your dishes um, and all of that dirty stuff at the end of a meal. Yeah. So what's the difference between washing your hands in the sink to washing um, it, cleaning food? I could not agree could more, not with agree more yep. either, mm-hmm. Jamie. I would rather wash someone's hands with my hands. Like if someone put their hands on everything, I yep. would rather wash them than wash someone else's plate. Yeah, okay. Old food that someone else has eaten is one of the biggest... It makes it so gross to me. Maybe I'm just weird like that, but it it actually freaks me Frosted out. That food? gross. Yeah, yeah. Just any food, eat like damp, wet food in the sink afterwards. Actually, oh, about, freaks me out. What about an Ingham's chicken chippy that has been sitting in the sink for too long and has now absorbed a lot of water? <laughs> One of yeah. the most foul it things is, I could I think don't of. Don't like cleaning yeah. chicken chippies out of the sink. Oh, it's just anything, any like just chips in general are foul. We got fires on the line from Canberra. How are you, mate? I'm good. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thank you. Now, what do you think? Uh, can you wash your hands in the kitchen sink? Yeah, why not? The only problem I have is like, there should not be any plates on in the sink. Oh, I like that. You know what? Yeah, I actually, okay. I yeah. don't. I agree with that, Fires. What if you're going to put them in the dishwasher <laughs> afterwards, or is it just a hard and fast like, nah, never, never can happen. No, if if there's nothing inside the sink, then why not? Just wash your hands. If you have some plates or some dishes, just. Rinse them, put in your dishwasher, and then you wash your hands. Then you wash your hands. Yeah, yeah I like You it. know what? I agree, and it also gets you a little motivated to just be like, you need to, if there's things in the dish, in the sink, clean them up. The only good thing, the other, other good point I'd say about Fires' point there is uh, you shouldn't be using a lot of water when there's dishes in the sink anyway because you know how the dishes go over the top of the plug? Yes. Yeah, got a wave pool in there before you know it. It's all over the floor. Ridiculous. Did you say I have a good point? This is just good housekeeping, guys. That's what we're all about this morning. It's becoming a home chores show. (laughs) Josh, if I had to ask you what you thought was in Kit Kats, you'd probably say something along the lines of... Chocolate? Yep. And biscuits? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what kind of biscuits. Wafers. 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 Crunchy wafers. On the packet, it says crunchy wafers and smooth milk chocolate. It is smooth. I will say if Kit Kat chocolate, and people are probably going to yell that it is available in this form, but mm. if you could just get the like bars of just the chocolate without the wafer. Oh, you don't, you don't necessarily need the wafer. I think that would be my favorite chocolate, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, okay. Well, I also think that maybe the scarcity of it is what makes you enjoy it so much. Mm. Maybe if you had it so much, you'd be like, ah, yeah, it's not. It's because <laughs> you don't... <laughs> Vomit? No, no. I literally, sorry. I think I just choked on spit. I apologize, everybody. Is what happens when you do 15 hours of radio a week. Well, no, we do more than that. What do we do? Five times three? That's 15. Yeah, it's 15. 15. Sorry, everybody. I'm so stupid. I mean, we've only done... (coughs) 
three and, mm. and a half so far. Yeah, no, my point being, uh, eventually you're going to hear some gross stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't I, hold it I'm all so back. I'm so sorry. I didn't yeah. mean for that to happen. I just, I was thinking, I was like that meme with the cat with breathing intensifiers because yeah. I started thinking about Kit Kats. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so my God. salivating way too yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the packet, it's very nice of Kit Kat because they essentially tell you the ingredients by saying crunchy wafers, smooth milk chocolate. But people have looked into it a little bit more uh, and there was a BBC documentary uh, called Inside the Factory mm. where someone, well, someone who worked at Kit Kat has revealed that what happens is obviously a lot of the time, if anyone's ever had a Kit Kat, they're quite fragile. Um, and instead of just throwing out ones that maybe snap on production line or mm. crumble or whatever, what they will do instead is that they'll crush them up and then add them to future Kit Kats. So Kit Kat, <laughs> Kit Kats are in Kit Kats. <laughs> An ingredient of a Kit Kat bar is Kit Kat bars. Oh my God, that's fantastic. It's very confusing. People are saying, it's like, oh, it's the chicken and the egg. It's definitely not because yeah. it's Kit Kat. It's Kit Kat. Kit Kat. <laughs> so it's like everything that you've got already read in the ingredients yeah. and then just do that again. Exactly that's kind right. of like what it is. It's like see above. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you've made, great. Now put it into another one of the yeah. thing you just made. God. Make it further and further until, I mean, you'd only have to do it a couple of times because you don't want a super dense Kit Kat mm. bar. I feel like they're very light Imagine chocolate. that. You're like, not saying that anything bad is in Kit Kats, but if you made a product that was just so delicious and it had something real heinous in it, yeah. and <laughs> on the very first label of the product ever, you put the full ingredients, and then on every subsequent label, you yeah. put C original yeah. ingredients it was, list. It's this. More and this. Everyone has to try and find the original label. <laughs> it's in landfill from 40 years ago. I'd enjoy it, but it would seem very sketchy. It is weird that we're allowing the Colonel to have the 11 secret herbs <laughs> yeah, and spices. Yeah. What, what are, are they? Why can't every Company. At a certain point, what are they? Yeah. <laughs> Josh, I've made it very plain and simple. I've stated my my feelings towards it. When there is a news story about a time traveller, which yeah. is just like a person who, I don't know, the is ones that are most annoying are the ones where they're like, I'm from the future and I've come back from the year 2049 and guess what? Something bad happens. And they're like, well, can you clarify what that means? No. It's like, well, then that means you don't know. As a scam, it's pretty good because it's close enough to now that yeah. you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, so we've cured all disease and it's, it's only like 10, 15 years so in the you future. Can have a guess. But then it's also so so quick of a time that why would you come back? Yeah, exactly. Why would you come yeah. back to now? Yeah. Why wouldn't you go back and check out 1910 or something exactly like that? Exactly like, right. Why? Uh, and the other one I hate is when people go we have proof of time travelers look at this photo where someone's holding an iphone from the 1920s mm. and it's like or they were holding a box but you said today you've got one that's actually stumped you you don't know stumped. how i have i have no explanation for it usually yeah. i can go that's a box they're holding cheese it's anything from 1920 yeah. that is kind of looks like a rectangle it's not an iphone this is i actually I mean, you and I aren't going to figure it out, but I would like to hear some suggestions. There is a tomb that's been found in Egypt. They found hieroglyphs. And in these hieroglyphs, there is things in it that look a lot like what they're saying they look like. But I have, like, I don't know how they, this is what they've been found. They've been confirmed to be from 3,000 years ago, okay? I'm going to show you and you tell me what you think these are. That's how distinct I think that these things are. Here's a picture of what they've found. What do you think that? That and that are. Wait a minute, let me have a look. What, what do you think this top one is? It looks a lot oh to, my goodness. to me That's like a, a helicopter. Yes. This one here looks like a speedboat slash a submarine. Yes. And this one looks like a fighter jet. Yes. They don't know what it means. It doesn't translate Very. to anything. 
Interesting. And this is from 3,000 years ago. The helicopter one is specifically is, is very much like a helicopter. It looks like an Apache helicopter. It's, for the first time... Stumped you. Stumped me. It's also left me feeling a little spooked out as well. This is very, very strange. They don't know what it is. They're like, the one thing that looks... And yet they agree with you. The one thing that they all agree on is the helicopter one looks a lot like a helicopter. A helicopter. Yes. They have no explanation for it. Neither the, do the I. The fighter jet one, in in even spookier terms, not to just bring the X Files back for a third time. No, please do. I that love one it. looks most like a flying saucer. I'd say it actually it looks does. more like a spaceship. And they're not, doing not like so a side on. But how would you see that? I reckon. I agree. It looks like a flying saucer. But can you see like the tail, tail of the, yeah, and then like the wing tail. and stuff? And it's got like the little cockpit. But I agree. It looks like a flying saucer. Wow. This is. This has put me on edge this morning. It's still dark. Like it's still dark outside, which has got me a little bit, a little bit. Ugh, you know, this is, you know yeah. aliens. They only come during the dark. They only come at night time, yeah, yeah. from what I understand. <laughs> so aliens. If we aliens, can make it past the next half an hour, we'll we're be fine. Okay. We'll be okay. okay for another day. Sunrise is in 26 <laughs> minutes. Good, good. I had a friend of mine, a uh, very good friend of mine, my best friend. He's a DJ. He's a he's a touring DJ. I'm not a DJ. No, not a DJ. Well, you're my best. We have got two best friends. No, like three we all heard it. Yeah, no, um, maybe it'll be in the best, podcast. Best I'll hope of, it isn't. Best of best of friends uh, is a touring DJ, and um, <laughs> I no look, no don't, don't pull this card. No, I we've know. I was going to say yeah. They've I, already yeah. decided that we're not each other's best man at weddings yes. in the future. That's been decided. Oh, partly because I think that we, you know, well, I mean, it's obvious. It's what we do for three hours in a morning. But if you put a microphone in somewhere in front of one of in front of one one of us, it'll just go forever. Yeah. So we're having to delegate to someone else. 75 best man, yeah. Yeah. minute best yeah. man speech. Yeah. Um, so he's a tra- t- uh, touring DJ and he's very successful at it. He's probably mm. one of Australia's top 20 DJs really, to be perfectly honest. According to you. So this is no according no, to no, lists. No. <laughs> yeah. So this is very much um, something he does for work. This yeah. is his full-time job. Yep. I am one piece of equipment that I think I'm going to be getting off Facebook Marketplace away from having a setup that he could DJ on. Okay. If he was to come and visit. Sure. Um, one of the music festivals uh, it syncs up usually around my birthday. Mm. And I'm thinking I might want to turn this into a bit of a yearly tradition because we all went to uh, Wine Machine last year mm-hmm. around my 30th birthday. And mm. it was very, very fun. And everybody came from interstate. And it was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a to-do. Um, I'm thinking if I buy this piece of equipment, we do what we did last year again and have mm. a bit of a party before we go to Wine Machine. Yeah. Can I ask him to DJ for like 25 minutes at the party if I ha- if I provide all the equipment and just have everything ready to go? Yeah. Or is this like a chef being asked to cook dinner for everyone? He'd be like, yeah, no, look, people pay me to do that. I'm not going to do it. I feel like it is also like he's in trying to enjoy himself. It'll be like pre-drinks and stuff and like... But does he? I mean, he started DJing because he enjoys it. <laughs> that's not. If we're if we're brainstorming now, that's not the argument. That's not the I'd way to go. With. Okay, all right. I would then, just yeah. say, but like, here's the other thing. I agree. He is like one of the better DJs that are going around at the moment. Um, Sometimes cool, I get how like, cool would it be to have a set from him in my apartment? Yeah, I know. It'd be cool for everyone yeah. but him. And then we would also go and see like Flume, <laughs> yeah. who is not one of the best in the country. He's, he's one the of the best, best in the world. In the world, yes. It's like that would kind of put it into perspective for everyone else of like, yeah, he's good, but he's By not. By the way, we have no inside track to that's who's going to be a no, wine machine next year. I don't I'm know. I'm having a look at our past years as yeah. to who's mm. been there. Like Pinyao, 
It was more of a band. But still, we would be going and seeing professional so DJs. you think he's not going to like the comparison and that's why he wouldn't Which do it? It was followed up by like another like, <laughs> here you go. And here's what it actually is. Here's what it looks like. It's like if you were like a, mm. a chef at a, a local restaurant that had like four stars. Nah, I think I could And then it. you would go to like mm. Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. They were like, ah, it's not as good as the one you made though, isn't it? And I was like, I can't make it be that good. No, I think I could probably get this. You've actually really, you've, you've yeah, you're right. It's going to be bad to have the comparison. Mm. But often these festivals will have up and coming DJs on them early in the day. Yeah. And I think I could probably get his competitive spirit out by saying, <laughs> we'll either go and watch them yeah. or you give us a reason to stay. I don't think he'll come to your birthday yeah, party. Yeah, and I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> Ned, COVID has been uh, a, a time. It's been sure has. It's been a lot. And uh, I think literally left, right and centre, you can still see the after effects of COVID in people losing their minds in shopping centres. and yeah. just, just the most bizarre behaviour that human beings are exhibiting. I think there's a very neat little saying. I think people were putting a lot of their pain down to COVID mm. and now COVID's gone, but the pain's still there. Yeah. So what is going... Like, that's a lot of people are going through that journey at the moment. I mean, it's a lot of people might think this is dramatic, but uh, it was like a traumatic experience for everyone. Like for the you whole world, yes. You didn't get to see your family, didn't get to see your loved ones. It was scary to go out sometimes. You were scared to go to the supermarket and stuff. So people haven't addressed the fact that when this first started, a lot of people just thought we were about to say goodbye to every relative over the age of 70. A lot of people have had very, very sad news in their lives, but by and large, it wasn't quite what people were worried it was going to be very early 2020. I remember early 2020. I was stoked. I was like, I don't have to go into work. And that lasted two weeks. And Mm. then I was like, why was this thing that I was looking forward to now tearing apart my sanity. Mm. It was because, yeah. And then so on and so forth for another two years. So, yeah. Time has really become quite a... um uh, Not a linear thing anymore. I find that when I hear something was like five years ago, I'm like, what? Really? Mm. And it's because two years are missing. (laughs) There's like two years where we didn't live normally. And so today's news regarding a gentleman um, who literally fell from space. If you remember when Red Bull did the thing where Felix Baumgartner jumped out of I think a satellite. It, it was like, like a, a weather balloon. It was like a capsule. Yeah. He got under the very outskirts of space yep. and sky dove. Yeah. Um, it was something like 41 kilometers. Amazing. You know, he passed out several times during yeah. that. Well, it doesn't surprise me. Like I mean, he started spinning so much that he just passed out for a little bit and then he came to him and was like, oh, that's right. I'm still falling from the top of orbit. The first person on Earth to break the sound barrier without vehicular power. There you go. That's so insane. he's done, he broke the sound barrier with, as a human. As a human being. Like Superman would. How long ago do you reckon that was? Because today it's celebrating Ooh. a bit of a milestone. How long ago do you think that Red Bull space jump was? Mm. This will either prove my theory about time has really done a number on all of us, yeah. or it won't. One or the other. That's a lot of pressure to put on me because I want to have a realistic guess. No, but have, I a realistic guess. have a realistic guess because it might just be me that's completely stuffed up with time. I think it was... 2017, so five years ago. It was 2012. Today is the 10-year anniversary of that sky jump. That actually, and I was like, oh, I was like, I feel like this is going to take all the humour out of this if I guess it's spot on. Uh, 2012. That was 10 years ago today. That seems... I mean, I, um, it seems I, like it was about four years it ago. Doesn't, yeah. I, I'm, not, that's it, I'm not saying that this is not true, but that doesn't seem true. It seems like it was four years ago. That's Maybe I'm just remembering recaps of it from five yeah. years ago where they're like, hey, five years ago, this I mean, guy they did this. The guy jumped from space. They have been, re- been replaying it a bit, <laughs> but also time means nothing anymore. So there you go. <laughs>
taking a little bit of a look at some news this morning that's actually really, really solved a problem for me. I probably about two months ago took the remote to my girlfriend Carrie's uh, fire, like her wood fire. So she's got a fire that in her house, light the fire makes the house warm. Everyone understands how this it's technology works. It's not a fire, though, is it? It's not like one of the, like a Tony Stark, you're like, and it's oh, just it's like lit. No, 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 it's a like fake a, fire. Oh, is it actually a real it's fire? It's a real fire that you then have a remote <sighs> for that has a fan. So the fan pumps through yeah. hot air out of the fire. It's more... But are they actual flames in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actual wood that burns, actual flames. Mm-hmm. Why? I've never seen one in real life. Have you actually never seen one in real life? No. I've You've seen never the- seen an indoor fireplace in real life. Oh, no, I had an indoor fireplace, but you have to put, like, wood in, and then you eventually, like, you have to get a fire lighter and that's, newspaper that's and put it in. That's what I'm describing. Oh, okay. Then I thought it was one of the ones that, like, when you see, like, Tony Stark and he presses a button and then all of a sudden he goes... No, no, that's why I said, no, it's not that. Okay. It's, a, it's a wood fire Very good. that you burn wood in. Continue on. I will. Uh, we've got literally looking at rules at the moment. There's been a survey that's been done. The problem here is this survey actually might help some a problem for me because I took this remote about, I'd say, two and a half months ago with the intention of fixing it. That was what I wanted to do because it's broken. Uh, Cosmo, our golden retriever puppy, got upstairs and decided that would be a chew toy and has chewed the remote half in half, basically. How are you going to fix it, tape it together? Well, the fire came from Burning Lock, so I'm going to go to Burning Lock and say, then here's the remote. This is what it looks like. We need another one of these. And they're going to go, well, our distributor makes them, so we'll go and get you. Good news. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Um... I've lost the remote. So with the best intentions, I looked through the car this morning because Carrie asked me about it, and I don't have the remote anymore. I don't know where it is. Correct. Um, Okay. Well, not correct. I didn't know that. Just taking a little bit of a look at an article here. There's been a survey done, and apparently uh, more than half of Canberrans would actually be behind a phase-out of wood fire heaters. Wow, okay. So they're talking about maybe, maybe, maybe in the future getting rid of fireplaces, so you wouldn't be allowed to have them. It's got a lot to do with air quality in particular neighbourhoods, so if Mm. a place has too many wood fires, all of a sudden you step out to go for a jog or something and you're breathing in nothing but wood fire smoke. Yeah, I like that. It makes me think of winter. Yeah, it's a nice smell, but people are saying... if. Everyone's doing it. It's not great. We are overdoing it. And uh, apparently, um, (laughs) I do like in this article here, it says that the 11% of people who own a wood fire heater, uh, they're opposing the ban, apparently. Yeah, I would imagine so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're not not into this. (laughs) Um, We've already spent a lot of money getting this thing in our house. We don't want to now ban them. I'm glad that this has worked out for you. Uh, well, it has worked out for me yeah. because if the fireplace ends up being banned, the remote's not a problem anymore. Uh, Michael, please jump on Mike. That you've actually brought us your own intervention, which oh, has wow. been quite nice. Okay, you've got to figure out a way to not lose every single thing in your life. Yes, you yes. lose mm-hmm. keys. Mm-hmm. You lost your entire wallet last week. I have lost my wallet. You quite yes. often lose. It's never your phone. I will say you never lose your phone because I think that's a, a lot. Means pretty much everything is on your phone. Yeah, I'm pretty good with the phone. Yeah. What do we need to? Do. do you need lanyards? Do you yeah. need one of those little zip little things that you let go I've and got, it zips so back to you? I've got a little I, lanyard for my new card here at yes, work because I had to yep. get a new car because yes. I lost my wallet. Yes. Um, so what, that's What that's can good. we do to help you? Do you um, need... How many air tags do you need? Because this is an intervention. So I think what I've got... I've got the air tag on my keys already, so yes. that's good. I haven't lost my keys since I've got the air tag. I'm actually investigating my replacement wallet being one of those ones you can get on Instagram that have the air tag holder built into them. Okay. So that's I'll, very I'll good. I'll put the wallet with the air tag in it. 
it. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll move forward hopefully from there. I just need us to transition away from cash as quick as possible. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd like the ACT government to ha- do what every other state seems to be doing and give us digital licenses. Yeah. So can do- and then really, it's all on my phone. I can't lose the phone. That becomes the single most important thing. Usually when you uh, approach someone for an intervention of something they need to change in their lives and get better at and whatever, uh, usually everyone is anonymously on board. That's yeah. why. It's like it's a problem. Everyone's seen it. Everyone wants to address it. The only person probably in the world who is stoked with your problem mm. is Tim Cook, the yeah. CEO of Apple. Yeah. He's like, as long as this guy still keeps buying air tags, lose away, my friend. It's, it's literally it's literally not often to you'll host an intervention and the person who's being intervened on mm. will have all the solutions themselves. It's like, yeah. I know everything I need to do. I'm just terrible at doing I it. I think that actually is pretty par for the course oh, for okay. interventions. <laughs> Josh, I've been taking my dog for walks just around local parks, around lakes, around wherever I can really find, just to try and switch it up for him so he doesn't get bored. Yeah. I'm slowly realising dogs really don't care as long as they're outside. And yeah. There's enough scents and smells and other dogs and people that it really doesn't matter where you take them as long as they're going on walks, it's fine. But um, I'm also realising that it's actually quite hard to navigate the world of like... Uh, a headphone in, a headphone out. Maybe you have hear through if you've got like good headphones or whatever. But just essentially the passing by conversations you'll have with people who maybe think your dog's cute mm. or like maybe ask mm. you a question or whatever. Very it's quite nice. hard to navigate. Yeah. I yesterday decided, you know what, I'm going to go sans headphones. I'm just going to like Ooh. raw dog the world and see what happens and I'll take in the nature. That being said, I got swooped by two magpies. God, I hate that. And I don't think if I'd had my headphone in, I would have heard the flutter of wings of like, <laughs> and then it clipped me in the back of the head and I was like, oh, Jesus. And there was a guy on like one of the little uh, like park gyms that you have where it's just more like your weight than anything yeah. who watched it happen and then laughed at me afterwards, which I was like, you should get to give an on-the-spot fine if someone laughs at you being swooped by a magpie. Yeah. I don't know. That's not a thing citizens can do. No. But you should be able to pull out a, arrest a little fines. pad from the back of your pants yeah. and just go, that'll be $30, thank I, you. I was, for like the first five seconds, quite annoyed. And then I was like, eh, I could see myself doing that, though. Oh, if of I, course. If I was there for like half an hour it. and I just watched a bunch of people get swooped, it's pretty funny. Um, I was walking past this lady and I uh, had no headphones in. And she, so Lenny, my dog... Uh, well, I guess not quite famously, quite unknownly, uh, has a Band-Aid on his ear at the moment. Mm. Just because since I've gotten him from the RSPCA, he's had a scab on the end of his ear, and because he's a staffy, he loves a bit of a, let me slap my head around very aggressively yeah. to just, I don't know, rattle my own feathers a little bit. Mm. Just really... <laughs> Flock myself up. Yeah, let me just like, smack my head around a little bit, and that's good. Uh, I've noticed that like he, that means his scab will not heal over mm. at all. So if he every time he does that, Essentially, blood goes everywhere. I'd love to see a CAT scan of what happens to his brain when he does the little head shake that he does, because it's intense. It is intense, and I've seen his face afterwards, and I would say that it... (laughs) Rattles around? Essentially blends his brain for a couple of (laughs) seconds before he's like, whoa, that's right, I'm a dog. Okay, very good, back to it. Um, So I've had to put a Band-Aid on his ear just to try and get it to heal up a little bit, and I guess also so I don't have blood all over my apartment and all over my clothes and stuff. I was walking past this lady and she went, like, saw the Band-Aid and went like, oh. And then I made a joke that I did not in any way think could be taken as a serious statement. But the look she gave me was like, what's wrong with you? You God, why, would you, why would you say that to me? Was it? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give everybody the look Ned's giving me so now. So this was it's the like, look. I said, I, well, I will tell you the joke, but I went, eh? And she went, yeah, like... 
What? It's like, I don't know you. Yeah. Why are you making jokes like that? That's just, I'm very nervous about what this joke's going to be. Yeah. That's because that's the look. It was yeah. like, how dare you, the, sir? The joke I thought, I'm like, well, I've never seen this ever happen anywhere in so Lenny's got on a planet band- Earth. Lenny's got a band aid. And she went, aw, and like kind of pointed, gestured towards his ear. And I said to her, yeah, I just got his ears pierced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when? Yeah. In. Real life, movies, TV show. Have you ever seen a dog with their ears pierced? Mm. And she looked at me like, scumbag? Yeah. I was like, I'm obviously kidding. I'm obviously kidding. Also, I don't think I'm meant to put band-aids on uh, uh, earrings either. I feel like that's the one thing you're not meant to do. If you're outraged that you got his ears pierced, lady, you should see what the vet did to his nads. (laughs) (laughs) They they are gone. That was the Ned and Josh Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.